And now, live from Isolation Station in Burbank, California, it's the Plague Week 61 of the Allison Rosen is Your New Best Friend show. Tonight, Allison welcomes her guest. She's an actress and comedian from Monsters University, Trolls World Tour, and the Upright Citizens Brigade. It's Betsy Sidaro. And he's a writer and comedian who recently moved to Bungalow Heaven in Pasadena, where he can now ask ladies if they want to see his bungalow and reassure them that he has plenty of teepee for his bungalow. It's Jordan Morris. Tone Zone is here to show us how it's still possible to re-enter society post-quarantine without gaining an appreciation for the company of other people. I'm her husband, Daniel, saying hop on board and love bus. Say hello to your new best friend, Allison Rosen. Hello, my little May apple fruits. Welcome to another exciting Thursday show. That particular dangerous carbohydrate was sent in by Lauren Kelly on Patreon. All sorts Patreon. of stuff. All sorts of stuff on Patreon. It's super fun. I have just introduced a new reward. So if you're at the confidant and above level, and yes, all the tiers have names that are like plays on friendship. How cute. Uh, but if you're at the confidant or above level, you can text me and I'll text you back. And I have been doing Ooh. it now for, I want to say, two weeks. Is it pause? Time has lost all meaning. Feels like around two weeks. And it's just super duper fun. I'm having fun. Also, uh, one of the perks of Patreon is you can see this video, the video, what you're hearing right now, you can actually watch the video. Um, and then bonus episodes and all sorts of other stuff. Patreon.com slash Allison Rosen. And you can submit carbohydrates. And now the May apple fruit submitted by Lauren Kelly. I was not familiar with this. Uh, it's also known as a mandrake. It, the whole plant is like deadly toxic, but the fruit is edible. But if you eat too much of it, it can have a laxative effect. I personally don't need my food to be that. I don't even like spicy food. I certainly don't want to take my life in my hands. I would like to know how everyone else feels about deadly fruit. Allow me to say hello to today's guests. First time on the show, Betsy Sodaro. Hello. Hello. Very nice to have you here. Uh, when I posted on Patreon that you were coming on the show, a lot of people were like, oh, my God, I love her. Oh my God, really? That's so nice. So you have. Well, you, thank you. I'm so pumped to be here. Well, hooray. Jordan yeah. Morris. Hello. Hi. Good to be here. Uh, taking a stand against deadly fruit. There's so many fruits that don't kill you. Right. Why, why do you got to mess with the ones that do? It really is. And I mean, I'm one to speak because I used to do this, but it's like going for the one person in the room that doesn't like you back. Or that is going right. to, you know, there's plenty of nice people. Why do you have to go for the jerk? Sure. Raspberries never tried to kill anybody. No. I don't, I can't even name a berry that has tried to kill someone. Yeah. I, I mean, how, how, de how dead inside are we that we need to eat potentially deadly fruits just to feel something? That's right. It's, it's the fruit <laughs> version of cutting. And by the yes. way, Jordan, you and I have a rich history of unusual fruits because you were also on the episode with the Summerberry Grunts. <laughs> I do not remember that. You know you it don't? Sounds, it sounds very much like something from the Alison Rosen show, so yeah. it tracks. <laughs> 
I think it's a baked good with like a summer. Now I can't remember if it's a a grunt is like a baked good, and I can't remember if it's summer berry like a summer berry grunt featuring grunt. summer berry like berries that are in season in the summer. If there's actually a summer berry, Tony. Let your fingers do some typing, please. All right. Um, yeah. So find out Summerberry Grunts. I feel like Martha Stewart was involved. I can't quite remember it. But it also, it does sound like, Summerberry Grunts sounds like what you get if you eat May apples. Sounds like right. diarrhea. That's what I'm right. trying to right. say. Right. These you get the grunts. That's right. All, th- these all sound like something a farmer calls horse poo. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> look out for those. Look out for those May apples. Don't step in yeah. any summerberry grunts. And right. Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> oh, this guy's talking about horse shit. Yes. Um, Daniel, hello. Hi. Good job on the intro. For a little behind the scenes info, uh, Daniel is back on the Thursday show, and and normally he records the intro after the show. That's how we've handled it for the pandemic, but this was the first intro that he did live again after a year. And it was very exhilarating. He did a My very heart good was going job. Pitter patter. I'm so proud of you. Thank you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I flubbed it a little. I mean, I, I've got to be honest with folks, you know, I'm a cannon of truth and I'm going to fire it right in your face. <laughs> I don't think we can, I can't handle <laughs> and, truth in my face yep, right now. And I've got, and what I'm telling you is it wasn't perfect. What did you mess up? What? It, I, I hesitated on a couple of the lines. Um, normally when I record them, or at least what I'm used to nowadays, not doing it live is many, many takes. Mm-hmm. Allison can attest. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And, yeah. Daniel, uh, for some reason so. only can record them at like a few minutes before midnight on Tuesday night. <laughs> and I am a person who I just want everything to be, cause on Tuesday I send Tony the files, uh, and include including the intro and like any notes things like that and then tony edits it when just to let everyone know the schedule edits it wednesday morning and uh i just want to be done i just want to be done and i'm i i get tired however i'm always trundling out here you know what though daniel I shouldn't complain. I appreciate that you do you these really since, <laughs> since you've made it more <laughs> than clear complain. that you wish you weren't doing them every oh, week. Oh, years ago. <laughs> years ago. Uh, well, I mean, you know, I have a full-time job and usually I'm doing that all day and then kids, bath, bedtime, and I'm trying Daniel. to write the intro in the middle of all that. So that's why it's like, it's not that I'm just like procrastinating. I know I probably could. Well, I just don't want you character assassinating anymore. (laughs) Well, Daniel, I think that maybe you're, what's happening is that you're at a crossroads. I think it's time to quit your job, follow your bliss and just record intros full time. (laughs) Stop, you know, stop sitting on the fence. I I think if this year has taught us anything, you just need to like, we just need to follow our hearts. You only get one ride around on this crazy blue I, marble, baby. I know. Tell the What's boss that? to fucking yeah. shove it. You're going to be Yeah, I think you should intros. burn some yes. bridges. Just <laughs> yes. really get a reputation that you're hard to work with. And then just do intros, man. Just do intros. That's yeah. what you were born for. Oh, man. I'll just like, I'll be doing Instagram ads for influencers 
offering my services for their videos. I'll do intros for all of their Insta stories. Yes, because if you quit your job and just do intros nonstop, that would mean that you would have to basically become like a freelance intro doer. So all the podcasts could have that exact style of intro. Just just cool as fuck. Well, Is it time to bring back the dequants on the snappy drop? Oh my god, <laughs> Snappy's been dequants on the snappy. There it is. They're like a, they're, they're like an ex girlfriend that I haven't heard from in a long time, and they're suddenly like, "Hey, don't is, forget, is we have Snapchat new filters popping back up again? Snapchat, Are people snapping? Yeah, I hadn't still? gotten a, I hadn't gotten a a, a, a a message from them in forever, and now I'm getting them all the time. I don't know what's going on. You're getting emails yeah. from them, or like. No, no, you know, like the little, oh. what do you call those? Um, notifications. Notifications. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, I'm not. I guess they don't <laughs> care about me. I know. It really, it really took me a long time to, to figure out what I was going to say to that. Anyway, Tony Faxton, hello and welcome. Hello. I thought you were going to forget. I know. And also, uh, please address me as Forbes's Tony Thaxton, if you don't mind. I know you were. You got a write up in in Forbes. That's so cool. Did you know that was happening? No, I got an email from the guy that wrote it. That was very unexpected and and strange. Uh, did not expect that. Um, what was yeah, the was What very... was the headline? Uh, the headline. Uh, where is it now? Let's see. It's. It was like saying to. Uh, it was like Follow. things you can learn from bizarre albums. Tony Thaxton. Yeah, to to be successful in your career, which um, is kind of hilarious to me because <laughs> I'm a clueless bozo. So. <laughs> <laughs> so, like this, so you, so this, this, this guy, this Forbes writer, is a fan of bizarre albums and mm-hmm. has like extrapolated like business advice from it, like based on. Like Hulk Hogan's rap album. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think the the I, the big focus of it was uh, that I don't uh, make fun of these records. I just try to like tell the story and oh. keep it short and uh, and just sort of uh, celebrate the weirdness of it and not poke fun at it. That was that's nice. You know, a little more there, but yeah, that's so I think cool. that's one of the admirable parts of bizarre albums. That's something I like about it. So I thank you. Understand? Yeah, wanting I feel to like write there's... an article about it. There's a lot of there's a lot of snark out there, and I felt like I wanted to do something different. So he emailed you to say that he had written that the piece was already up, or that he was going to yes. be writing the piece. Yeah, no, it was already up when he wrote to me. I had yeah, no clue that was happening. Have you Whoa. have you sensed an influx of Forbes uh, reader uh, listeners? <laughs> I mean, yeah, you gonna be you gonna smash that Forbes tail, buddy? <laughs> yeah. Man. <laughs> oh, shit. Tony has yeah. put on sunglasses. Excellent right. timing is, with the shades. This, this is, is where gonna... you gotta subscribe to the Patreon. Yeah, this is my new permanent look for the show. <laughs> Solidifying yeah. his his role as bad boy of podcasting. Hell yeah. <laughs> um oh, did you happen to find any info on Summerberries? Um I did. It's not really anything very exciting. I found it from straight from. Didn't you say Martha Stewart? I believe was a thing yes. With her? Yeah. I, on her website, uh, although this is just this just says berry grunt, and it says oh. a classic grunt is a dumpling topped fruit dessert dumpling. that's cooked on the stove. <laughs> Ours is made with blackberries and raspberries and dollops of ginger spiked dumpling batter. Huh. Oh. A classic grunt. <laughs> a classic I mean, grunt. Uh, 
a repellent name. That sounds so fucking good. I want one so bad. Yeah. <laughs> Where are you? Oh, I have an idea. It's time for the signature segment. Yes, please, or oh, please. Now, Betsy, Ooh. you're not familiar with this segment, but... Wait, yeah, sorry. Wait, what is it? It's yes, called please, or yes, please, oh, please, or oh, please. Please. Yeah. Okay. And this is where we weigh in on the hot topics of the day, things that are Uh-oh. controversial. I'm not looking for diplomacy. I'm not looking for, you know, for a t- the Tony Thaxton playing it nice. This is where... <laughs> You know, you might get canceled over your views over whatever whatever specific Whoa. topic we're going to weigh oh, in on. Shit. Yeah, it's part of the kids. excitement of the segment. It's like who's going to come out of it canceled. That's right. Whoa. This is like the May Apple of segments because this right. one this one has a dark side because these huh. are polarizing Uh-oh. trending topics. Tony, Uh-oh. let's hear it. Is it yes, please give me some of that. Oh, oh please. That's much crap. All right. This is what we are going to weigh in on today. Cobbler. And allow me to say, Betsy, I know you're new to the show. I don't only talk about snacks. It's just something that we do talk about. Um, Okay. Okay. Cobbler. So. Do I go? Who go? Well, why don't we have Jordan go first? Okay. Uh, I mean, that's an easy yes, please for me. Love a cobbler. Uh, my mom uh, is from the South. She does a lot of Southern cooking that includes a lot of cobblers. Um, I prefer it to pie, even though I also love pie. I I just think cobbler's great. Throw a little, throw a little uh, vanilla ice cream on top of that. Um, get it hot. Uh, there's a great one. Uh, there's a there's a diner near my old place called swingers the food's not very good except they have a little peach cobbler uh, uh that they give you in a ceramic dish they put a scoop of ice cream on top mm-hmm. it's delicious it's like the only thing they can do above a b minus it's great um and you know what it sorry sorry lib sorry <laughs> snowflakes oh yeah. this is it i know cancel culture is gonna come for me you know, I spoke my mind about Dr. Seuss and Mr. Potato Head <laughs> that we should reevaluate them in the context of the cultural moment. Okay, you cuck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh so yeah, I'm I'm uh, I'm I'm pro cobbler. Give me the cobbler. Uh shove the cobbler in my mouth. I love you cobbler. Strong words, Jordan. I hope you're Thank okay you. when uh when those words bite you in the ass when people find when they uh, do- when you get doxxed. RIP my mentions. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh, my mentions. Oh. <laughs> Listen. I after my whole speech about we're not looking for people who are going to just play it safe. Uh-oh. I find myself going back and forth a little bit, but I gotta what? be true to my heart, and I I'm gonna give Cobbler an O, Pullies. What? Whoa! Whoa! <laughs> Here's. What? I don't want anyone to faint on my show, except I Whoa. do because wow, the ratings. Gas. I feel like I should have known that before we got married. I know. Here's <laughs> the thing. Disclosed. I always, I love the idea of cobbler, the promise of cobbler. Like it just, I mean, when to, uh, I'm calling everyone Tony tonight. I don't know why. <laughs> but when Jordan mentioned throwing a little ice cream on the top, I mean, it just, it sounds so like melty ice cream and cobbler. 
But really, I don't think I've ever had a cobbler where I enjoyed all the bites. Pretty much, that, I like the crumbly toppling. Oh. <laughs> that sounds like a YP and not a CP. <laughs> I just called it crumbly toppling. I (laughs) I like the crumbly, like carbiness of it, but it's usually a little bit, the fruit is like too tart. I just, I, the, and also if it's a peach cobbler, which Jordan mentioned, then oftentimes you, you might have some peach skin in there again. Yeah. That's no, to me. No, I don't. Give me that I don't, skin. I don't want that in there. I Put just, that skin in my mouth. I'm sure there's a way. <laughs> I'm sure there's a way. That's a good drop, Tony. I was just thinking the same thing. <laughs> I'm sure there's a way to get a cobbler that is like d- di- like dialed in for my specific taste, but I've yet to have one. So for that reason, cobbler. It's like I'm doing a hey, go fuck yourself in the middle. Oh, let's do that. For that reason, cobbler. Hey, 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 go fuck yourself. That's right. It's an inception of segments. (laughs) By the way, uh, Crumbly Toppling is my uh, favorite Lord of the Rings character. (laughs) (laughs) He gets killed so fast, though. Yeah, he really gets (laughs) fucked up. He gets fucked up quick. Pretty gruesome. (laughs) Yeah, it's it's really messed up, man. Betsy, what about you? You know, I think it's what okay, I'm not a huge dessert head or sweet person any at all. Um, but I'm never mad at a cobbler. Mm. So I'll say yes, please. Um, but I'm also one like you were saying, Allison, of like every bite. I can't I usually can't eat a lot of the dessert anyway cuz I just it's too sweet for me. But I'm going to say yes, please. Got it's got to be hot. The ice cream's got to be cold and melty, and I will uh, eat. I'm in. I'm in. All right, I'm absolutely in. No. So you're not a desserty person. Are you like a savory person? Yes. Like I would way rather just have a bunch of chips than any dessert. Got it. Chips are good. Chips are chips really good. rule. I mean, oh, give me just chips. That's all I want. Do you have a fave chip? Uh, Doritos, Cool Ranch Doritos. Mm. A solid chip, Daniel. A solid. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's your turn. Well, I love a good cobbler. Uh, I, and I wanted to make a joke about um, people who fix shoes. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking the same thing. <laughs> That's a fun neighborhood. We could kind of mess around in that Just area gonna, and see what comes you up. Know, Maybe you the Adam a, you, Sandler movie, The Cobbler. Well, you wanting to put a cobbler in your mouth? You know, wanted to try to say something there, but it yeah. just didn't come together in my head. <laughs> um, but what I would like to if s- someone does such a great job of fixing your shoes, you want to perform oral sex on them. That's, uh, <laughs> yes, they put please. That skin in my mouth. Put that. Uh, oh no! Wait, what did you say, Tony? I stepped on it. Oh, I said he did say put that skin in my mouth. <laughs> That's right. I was okay. talking to a cobbler who did a great job of fixing my shoes. Yes. <laughs> but Allison, yes. Do you prefer pie to cobbler? I mean, let's just break it right down. I think I do. Your, that's crazy. You know why? Because in the, is it cobbler where there might be like a few errant oats? There might, yeah. If it's like a crumble topping, that's yeah. where you might get some oats. And uh, that's a that's a it's in the pro column for me. Mm. But um, 
I'm sensing maybe it's in the con column for you. In theory, it's in the pro column, but in execution, I feel I like I have a memory of some. Did I have a rhubarb? I don't know something. Oh. Something just tart with yeah. uh, mushy oats, and rhubarb it's like making is me weird. Yes, maybe Anything rhubarb. Is the rhubarb problem. is just strange. Is there? Yeah, I, I don't like at, it either. Is there any rhubarb eating outside of the pie context? I don't know. Like is is Boy. that something you'd have in a salad or something? What does rhubarb do for you? I don't know. Yeah, I what? feel like maybe I've had it. This this could be wrong. It feels like maybe something I've had is like a grilled side, like gr- grilled. But I I could really? be I could be imagining Whoa. a side dish that never existed. But um, mm. I listeners, have a, a vague a vague memory of having a grilled rhubarb. But that could be totally wrong. If you have rhubarb intel, because I don't want to be googling if you have rhubarb intel or a rhubarb recipe just rhubarb thoughts share them a-r-i-y-n-b-f at g sorry that's incorrect a-r-i-y-n-b-f show at gmail.com tony you're up um is everybody sitting down everyone we're all sitting down we are yeah (laughs) Uh because i'm about to fucking i'm gonna hold on to my hands oh no oh i don't know if i can handle it what if i were to tell you all that I'm pretty damn sure I have never even had cobbler. <laughs> I was not ready for this on a Monday, even though you'll hear it on a Thursday. Tony. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But Tony, you've been alive long enough, and that's not I'm not knocking your age, but you've been around on this earth long enough that you could probably figure out how you're gonna feel based on what we've all shared about cobblers, yes. Yes. And and uh, in that I feel like it would be f- fine. Like I feel like I would I would mm. enjoy it, but I don't think I'm gonna freak out over it if I'm being honest. So Whoa. based on those two things, I you know if I'm having to go with one, I'm probably going to go oh please, just because I've gone this long, so uh, uh, I'm good. It's good to uh, have you on my team, Tony. Thank you. Uh, I'm gonna break in your house tonight and force <laughs> you to eat some cobbler. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna wear a creepy mask, <laughs> tie you up, and make you eat cobbler and say yes, please. You've heard of a B and E, but this is a B and C. <laughs> I was just Breaking gonna say. Cobbler I was just gonna say, what would that be called if someone like broke in, wore a scary mask, tied you up, and forced you to eat cobbler? I guess it's a B and C. Sure. I like someone it. who's uh, yeah be a, a different kind of purge sequel. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the strangers, but they really want you to have just something delightful. Right. How cl- than- Tony? How close are you to Swingers Diner on Beverly? Uh, not that close. I'm in Glendale, so okay. Yeah, if you're ever over that way, <laughs> I thought they I thought they closed. Yeah, they did too. for a hot. God, very regional conversation. Sorry, <laughs> everyone who doesn't live in L.A. They closed for a hot second, and then uh, like one of the old employees bought it, and they opened back up again. Uh, and they're serving their serviceable diner food and their excellent cobbler. So anyway, I did not know they were back open. That makes me uh, happy because I actually, even though I agree with your B minus assessment, I used to like going there. I, I do too. It's one of those places that I like. One of those places I kind of grew to appreciate during the pandemic. It's like the cool little neighborhood place that like maybe the food doesn't always knock you on your ass, but it's just kind of like 
a fun hang. It's it's easy. Everybody's nice. You know, it feels kind of like a neighborhood spot. So, uh, yeah, I I I I rag on the food at Swingers, but I, I as far as like a place I want to be, it's uh, it's great. Jordan, have you found new neighborhood spots in your new neighborhood? Oh, uh, yeah, I've been poking around. Let's see, what have I really loved? So there's a, like a Pasadena institution called uh, Lucky Boy. And they have a like famous breakfast burrito. It is a very like down the middle kind of like burger and pastrami place. Um, but they have a breakfast burrito. You can choose between you can choose between one and three kinds of meats to be in it. Um, I usually get two meats. Uh, Which ones? Yes, I get uh, bacon and sausage. I okay. don't need the ham, but okay. maybe I'll try the ham at some point. And it is good, yeah. The being like being like a kind of uh, uh, being super into breakfast burritos is something that is is a new for me, and it's all I want to eat now. And the uh, Lucky Boy breakfast burrito is real good. Does it have potatoes of any sort in it? That's a great question, Betsy. Yes, it does. <laughs> Are we saying tater tots or like home uh, fries? No, it's kind of like home fries. Yeah, Ooh. they're kind of like grilled uh, potatoes. They're really good. Okay. How would your your doctor who made you not eat pitas feel about this? <laughs> so the <laughs> breakfast burrito is an occasional treat for me. I want to have it every day, but I try and, you know, like once a week, every, you know, a couple times a month, treat myself to a little uh a BB. Uh yeah, so it's uh it's 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 a treat. I usually have kind of like boring uh, oatmeal in the morning, uh, but when I've been a good boy, I get a lucky boy. Oh, and then <laughs> lucky you boys become a good lucky boys. boy. Oh, gross. That's the fucking grossest I've ever been in my that life. That was really nasty, dude. Yeah. I didn't. Please like don't it. turn that into a drop. That's so, gross. <laughs> so I need to get your guys' opinion on something that Tony and I experienced recently. Huh? Um, okay. So we had, or I had. Uh, Gene Bean Baxter from Kevin and Bean on the show. Wow. Yeah. Um, cool. He is, I mean, such a familiar, comforting voice, no matter what he's talking about. It's crazy how much, because I was not like a, I didn't regularly listen to Kevin and Bean on K-Rock. However, I'm sure I've listened to, just in the course of living around here and listening to K-Rock, I've probably listened to countless hours. It's just crazy how comforting and familiar that voice is tony did you have that reaction as well um yeah not necessarily that it was familiar but yeah he's just easy to listen to and just such a nice guy though also yeah Um, but yeah because i i really have little to no experience actually listening to kevin and bean i'm very i'm familiar obviously but Mm -hmm. yeah i never really listened right so he's great that aired um that's this week so when you when everyone hears this that's this week's show um video happens to be up on youtube if you're curious about that otherwise listen to it your regular ways of listening and make sure you're subscribed but anyway started the show by catching tony up on some important topics one of which is uh there are some millipedes in daniel in my bathroom okay i'm not into it I don't enjoy uh-uh. it. I don't like it. Uh-uh. And so you've, you've seen them again since we last yeah, spoke? Yeah, okay. I saw one today. Okay. <gasps> I was hoping that the situation had gone, had, had, had uh, abated on its own because I hadn't seen them in a few days. And then I saw one today. And uh, I mentioned to Tony that I had called an exterminator. It's a longer story. It, 
basically, I refused to tent the studio for termites ages ago because it was just going to be really inconvenient and expensive. And I'm like, I can't I just like spray some insecticide in the hole. And I did. And knock on wood, the problem has been gone. And I'm like, I'm like my own exterminator. Um, so anyway, I was I was updating Tony and everyone that you guys I I folded and I had to call in an ex- I've had to call an exterminator about the millipedes. Um, so I, you know, fill Tony in on that. And then we go to Bean and it turns out that he had millipedes as pets when he was a kid. Oh, Betsy, boy. your face, <laughs> your That's face, so fucked up. your face um, is oh. like holds up a mirror to my soul. Every, your expression is how I feel. Your expression about the millipedes, your expression about this. I just feel very seen right now. Um, so in all honesty, millip- when, he, when he first said that he had that, I thought he was doing a bit when he right. first started saying that. Yeah. Yeah. No. He had, they had names for them. Oh. And Dude, that like makes me want to just fucking hurl. <laughs> That's so gross. When he when he was a kid, he had them. But he's like a huge he. You know, he did the show from Seattle for years, remote before everyone was doing remote, and he had like goats and all sorts of. He's a real big animal person. So I should have thought more before mentioning this at the top of the show. But he was like, I just don't understand why you can't just lift them like you would with spiders lift them out and put them outside okay betsy thank you no, thank you so gross like i'm feeling like lightheaded from you talking <laughs> this is so nasty no they're they're not they're they are uh get just hey, get rid of uh, them however you no. can hey 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 no <laughs> no exactly Hey, yeah. hey, no, no. Get them out of... Oh, no. Well, they're not pets. Ew. Right. So he's like, they're not going to bite you. They're not going to harm you. They're not going to destroy the property. Like, why can't you just ears, pick them up and put them outside? And, and then he's like, you know... And by the way, I love... He and I and Tony are now text friends. And we, like, we're real life text friends that's fun i loved having him on the show i am not trying to disparage that experience at all he just gave me something to think about and it's making me feel like maybe i'm being monstrous because he was like look i just always think about things from the animals point of view and they're in the right here so what do you guys think daniel Uh -uh. you live among the millipedes although i feel like you have yet to see (laughs) one should we be carrying them outside you showed me one of them yeah uh I do try to preserve the life when possible of the bugs, but um, I had to I had to slaughter the millipede that you showed me, or maybe you did uh, because um, can't remember because you were just you were about a a second away from a total panic attack. Uh, I know, but that doesn't. I know, but that's not reason to take a life. Like, what if I was afraid of well, cats? First of all, what? I'm not I'm not using my bare hands to move a, any bug. That's not uh-uh. happening. Okay, that's not happening. We uh-uh. have a, a device called a bugzooka. <gasps> I forgot um, about the bugzooka. We have a bugzooka. Is this the thing that sucks them up? It does. Yes, yes and, and it works you- really well. And then you can move it. 
And then, you know, it's I want one of those. Probably a little traumatized, I would suspect. It doesn't yeah, feel. Yeah, but I mean, how long is there? Still alive. Memory. They're not lit. They're bra- they're done after two seconds. Their yeah, brains they're are like, fine. okay, on to the next thing, which is yeah. what? Just like. Well, I'll take it outside and- or flush them or whatever and just be like, happy trails. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, and so I'll do that with spiders because we get a fair amount of spiders. But uh, usually spiders. They they're just gonna hang out. Spiders hang out, literally and not literally. Okay, <laughs> yeah. uh, but I feel like with millipedes, they're on they're the mo- go. They're on the move. And I didn't yeah. have time to get that bug zuka. Okay, because it was not near. So by the time I came back, it would have been gone. Yeah, it would have been in in the my butt in the crevices <laughs> in Allison's butt. Up in butts, That's dude. where they thrive. It's where they lay their <laughs> eggs. They're just looking butts. for a warm butt oh, to God. crawl into. <laughs> I mean, you never, you just don't know. I would have and to so, shoot out a couple summer grunts to get rid of. Them. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean, it it was a hundred percent the fear, which is that is the bug that pretty much I was afraid of crawling up my butt in camp, which is why I never went. I never went number two when I was at camp. Okay. How long? You I, never did? I held that. I held it for a week. Oh, my wow. God. It's, what? That is, We're, oh. And then you just I, took a <laughs> took I'm a still working dump. it out. It's, it's still, still, yeah, you still got camp shits up like in you. loans. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so like I... I'm still filled with sloppy Joes from <laughs> 1987. <laughs> uh yeah, but uh, millipedes. I did feel guilty because it's there's that's a lot of legs to break, you know. <laughs> we didn't. Yeah, <laughs> I wish you hadn't done it one by me. one. <laughs> yeah, I know. In front of its kids, I know. But <laughs> I videotaped it. It was a little. Of that was maybe a little over of the kids. top. <laughs> the kids. Um, but yeah, they, I I don't know where they're coming from, and I don't know. Well, as I said on the show. I think what we need to do is figure out where they're coming from and then board that up as opposed yeah. to the millipede slaughter. Except, Bean, I hope you're not listening. This, the, the exterminator is set to come tomorrow unless we stop this massacre, which I don't think I'm going to. Well, maybe the exterminator will then be able to be like, oh, this is where they're all. I hope so. In. Yes. I think that's the hope. Like, okay. The idea is from what I what I gleaned from my quick conversation with the woman who answered the phone at the pest company. Um it's that's not their name, but if it were it'd be a terrible name. The pest company. Uh <laughs> they can sort of get into tiny little crevices like Ugh. all over. I know. Ugh, all of over course the place. They, can. they love they crevices. So <laughs> nasty. They're so be nasty. Fair. There's Looking for a <laughs> crevice. Are you dirty Up talking the millipedes? <laughs> you nasty millipedes with all your fucking legs looking for a <laughs> crevice. To, to anyone horrified that we're going to be uh, killing all these bugs tomorrow, um, <laughs> on Friday, I dropped a thousand tiny leaflets all over the crawl space to let them know this was going to happen. <laughs> right. Yeah, you, yes. Yeah. Who do you okay. think is going to be madder about this episode? Millipede fans or cobbler fans? Ooh, I don't know. Oh, the cobbler faction, I think. Yeah. Because I just don't think there are that many millipede fans. Right. There's Bean. Uh, I'm sure there are. There probably are. 
You know, I bet if he saw one in the bathroom, he would just lean down and, and put his finger down and let it like crawl on his finger. Ugh. But aren't they the poisonous? Lean. No. Yeah, right? They're, ne- they They're not. I don't think they oh. are. Ugh. Which one is? I thought they were poisonous. I don't think so. Centipedes? There's something with a lot of legs that's like not good. There's yeah. a whole arcade game about killing them. Yeah. So. Oh yeah. You centipede or millipede? What was I doing playing that game? Uh, Mil- was I? <laughs> was that just lies? Was that just hours and hours of lies? Uh, yeah. Like what's next? I'm not a plumber, and I uh, have a brother named Luigi. Come on. <laughs> uh, centipedes are carnivorous and venomous. So okay, so maybe maybe the let's fucking pamper them and bring them outside and give them a little iced tea contingent needs to read up on these well, that's, supposedly gentle creatures. That's centipedes. Yes. Oh, okay. Millipedes I had centipedes. Centipedes are the ones that look like like an eyebrow crawling across your wall, right? Well, that's what millipedes look like. No, millipedes are like little. Caterpillar looking worm thing. Wait, yeah, what's a caterpillar now? That's becoming a butterfly. Yeah. I think do centipedes and millipedes both look really gross, but caterpillars look more like an eyebrow? No, I think a caterpillar is like a fat little worm. A millipede is a skinnier worm with tiny legs, and a centipede is like a real, like, fuzzy, hairy looking thing with a. What? Are the centipedes bigger? Centipedes are than what? Centipedes millipedes. are bigger than millipedes, yes. Huh. But the there's a cute factor with caterpillars though. Yeah. Hard to say why. I mean, it's just it's the little the, differences, but the yeah, fuzziness, I, I, I guess. So there's I a fuzziness, yeah. A chubbiness that's appealing. Yeah. Yeah, it's just a, uh, you make them fat and german. <laughs> yes, adorable. Yeah, they give them the bug's life treatment. <laughs> I cut into a head of cauliflower in um, New York, and yeah, I did wedge that reference in. I lived there. I don't know if you guys know. Um, And there was a big, like, fluorescent green caterpillar, and I was not excited to see it. Was it alive? Yeah. Uh -uh. Yeah. It was pretty upsetting. What'd you do? I don't remember. I, I blacked out, and I went into a rage. Oh, yeah. no. I honestly any, can't any remember. Any bug where you're not expecting to see a bug yes. is going to be a little upsetting. Mm-hmm. Like, I guess if any of these things was like crawling on a leaf or like, that's you know, fine. Right. doing some bug shit. Right. Uh, you know, we're like, oh, that's, what, isn't nature amazing? What a, right. the diversity of life. Um, But yeah, but I guess if one is like in your toilet or on your food, it automatically becomes gross. Yeah. Gross. Yes, exactly. Speaking of things that are um, that are, are, are affecting, Allison Rosen is your new best friend is sponsored by BetterHelp Online Therapy. In May's Mental Health Awareness Month and throughout June, Allison Rosen is your new best friend is proud to join the cause of destigmatizing therapy. If you are struggling with relationships or having difficulty sleeping or difficulty meeting your goals, if you're feeling anxious or stressed, BetterHelp counselors can listen and help. Look, I have been, I've been in therapy and I've been a fan of therapy for forever. Um, I personally feel like 
everyone can benefit from therapy. I recommend it. Uh, and I know two people who are doing better help right now and they are getting so much out of their experience. Um, it's more affordable than traditional offline counseling and financial aid is available. If you don't feel like the person that you're matched with at the beginning is the right fit for you, you can change as many times as you want with no extra charge. Um, so it's really like, it's not a high commitment thing at all. Um, again, I, I just, uh, I recommend therapy for everyone. Our listeners get 10% off their first month of online therapy at betterhelp.com slash best friend. That's betterhelp, better com slash best friend. Again, betterhelp.com slash best friend. I also want to tell you guys about Rothy's. Certainly you've heard of Rothy's. They make stylish, sustainable shoes and bags that are carefully crafted out of eco-friendly materials like repurposed plastic water bottles and marine plastic. And when I first heard that, and I, and I own Rothy's and they are super comfortable and they're soft. And when I first heard they were made out of recycled water bottles, I thought that sounds crunchy. And I was astounded at how soft and uh, comfortable they are. In fact, I used to, back in the in-person recording days, I would take one and I would pass it around the table and have everyone comment on it. You could imagine that we're doing that now. Um, but you can wear them out of the box and you won't get blisters, which is crazy. Can any other shoe claim that? I don't think so. Super stylish. Uh, they have an ever-changing array of colors, prints, and patterns. And uh, they sell out kind of quickly. So if you see something you want, jump on it. Check out all the amazing shoes, bags, and masks available right now at rothys.com slash Allison. That's rothys, R-O-T-H-Y-S dot com slash Allison. Style and sustainability meet to create your new favorites. Head to rothys.com slash Allison today. Again, that's rothys.com slash Allison. Okay. I feel like we should do some just me or everyone. Um, except first, I feel like we should get, <laughs> I am the queen of making Tony think he needs to play something and then jumping. I feel like we should get to know Betsy because Betsy, I personally don't know you that well, although I've been doing a little bit of like reading up, boning up on my Betsy Sodaro news. Ooh. But how do you and Tony know each other? How did we meet? Uh, because I told stories at uh, Bangarang, yes, the improv Bangarang. group that uh, Betsy is in. Yeah. Yes, that's how. Yeah. Mm -hmm. we, you came on and did Bangarang a couple of times and immediately we're like, let's hang out and be friends. And you also love California Raisins Christmas special. <laughs> that's and right. we really bonded that's on right. that one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I have yeah, not yeah. seen the California Raisins Christmas special, but I love <laughs> Christmas specials. Um, what is it's it? It's the best one. It's the best Christmas special in the world. It's all on YouTube. Oh my like, God. I think there's a playlist that is in order. It's all on YouTube. It rules. It's like um, claymation, little sketches to songs, essentially. Yeah, and, and then it's, not it all, ends... it's not all California raisins. Right. They're just part of it, yeah. Right. <laughs> it's all the Noid, the Noid does a <laughs> song. Yeah, who else is in there? <laughs> there's a couple where Spuds you're like, McKenzie. that does look like the Noid. Uh, <laughs> uh, there's some, like, uh, there's two dinosaurs that host the show. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and then it, they are very much like, and then let's hear, like, we three kings. And, uh, and then it, like, it's a beautiful version of We Three Kings, but then the camels are really funny. <laughs> 
dress me. It's great. It's perfect comedy. There's a Carol of the Bell sketch that is absolutely perfect comedy. It heightens perfectly. It's really funny. Uh, oh, man, I'm fired up now. And does, rules. <laughs> does the Carol of the Bell sketch feature the raisins or something else? No, it features a bunch of bells and Quasimodo <laughs> as the as the choir director or as the like uh, orchestrator because um, they're in Notre Dame. And uh, let's just say one of the bells keeps missing his cue. And it's funny. <laughs> and hilarity Perfect ensues. Comedy. Perfect I'm laughing comedy. already. I'm laughing already. That reminds <laughs> so me good. of my traumatic experience as a member of the handbell choir in eighth grade. <laughs> I was middle C. And now Daniel laughs at me. Because he feels that I, this reveals that I'm a, what did you call me? A huge fucking nerd. Huge nerd. <laughs> um, <laughs> you had to audition to be a member of the choir. You had to wear gloves. These are these handbells that look like, yeah. they look like gold chalices and you like ding them forward. Yes. Very, I was so excited to audition, so excited to be a member. Um, and then, I feel like it was just around Christmas time and we went and we played a few shows at like the old folks home and a country club, all the important places that you would go to in Orange County, California. And uh, I fucked up and I lost my place on, I can't remember what the song was. It may have been Carol of the Bells. Could it have been? Isn't there just Uh, the one song? Yeah, there's not a, yeah, like not a lot of handbell songs, are there? We well, no. Or did you do like versions of like popular songs? We did you do like did other Spice Christmas Girls? songs? I feel like we they did yes. like Good King Wenceslas and they did um, California Girls by the Beach Boys, <laughs> <laughs> Jolly Old Saint Nick, Silent Night, Silent Night. That was a big one for us, and uh, oh, yeah. I was selected to be the conductor. I think I told, I've shared this on, maybe it was on the, I I vaguely remember. I think it was on the Patreon where, remember when when for a little while we're like, let's do a Facts of Life Patreon. And then a lot of people let me know that they would rather just have regular episodes with us chatting because they didn't watch Facts of Life. But (laughs) (laughs) I, I think in my head, I suddenly was going like, I couldn't remember the tempo. What I was doing it like at triple speed. Like I couldn't remember how fast my hands were supposed to go. <clears throat> and I went over to the uh the adult leader of it to ask her a question beforehand and she's like she hissed at me. She was like, "Get back over there." Oh and it God. was so mortifying to me. I was, I didn't enjoy some, I feel like some kids, if an adult yells at them, they're like, whatever, fuck you, old lady. But I was just, I turned into jelly and I would like, I would relive it for days afterwards. And I was like marveling at the way that like, I remember I had this whole very specific, like right now it feels like I'm being stabbed with something like a knife. But in a Whoa. week, it'll feel like I'm being stabbed with a butter knife. And then it'll, and I remember like at the end, it would just feel like someone was taking a cotton ball and like touching me with that. I had play, I had mapped out the, the, wow. how the mortification was going to go. <laughs> anyway, I, I feel like I've processed it enough though that I would be able to watch this sketch without having to make it about me. <laughs> oh, I, I promise you, you will be delighted as soon as they introduce Quasimodo. Uh, you'll love it. I'm into it. It's a uh, great, 
It's a great sketch. I feel like a few episodes ago, um, didn't it come up that like, Daniel, didn't you have a period as a kid where you sang like cowboy songs? <laughs> Was that, am I misremembering own. that? Just that crazy kid in the neighborhood walking around <laughs> singing cowboy songs. <laughs> cool uh, as fuck. Yes. Uh, for a number of years, uh, between the ages of eight and 13, I was in a boys' choir. And, nice. Tucson, and the, the Tucson, Arizona Boys Chorus, to be precise. Ooh. I mean, have you ever thought of maybe turning this into like a doubles act that you do around the holidays? Allison my on handbells, <laughs> Daniel on cowboy song. Tony, maybe I mean, you could come in and drum for this. Yeah, why not? There I'm there. Oh, there it. we go. We should do it. Uh, heck, yeah. Hit me up if you want to hire us. That's right. For your Christmas parties. <laughs> I mean, this is perfect timing because people are eager for some live music right now. Oh, well, I, def- I mean, I've been thinking about what my first concert's going to be. I mean, I love live music, so I'm like, oh, maybe something at the Greek or something at the Troubadour. But no, I think I want to like come over to your guys' back. Something in our living room. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> here's some, here's some <laughs> band bell accompanied cowboy songs. I think we should do it. I think it'd be great. Um, I'm trying to, is there anyone who wouldn't be familiar with the California Raisins? I'm sure young people probably. Yeah, that's right. So maybe like a whole generation of people. So the California Raisins. I'm trying to think, think how to even explain that. Was it like the, were they trying to popularize raisins? Is that how it started? Yes. Yeah, I think that's how it started. They it's, like they were commercials they first. Commercials for, for California raisins. raisins. And it was kind yeah. of a one joke thing in that they were singing, I heard it through the yes, grapevine. I forgot grape, about that. Raisin. But then but like that they, just went out the window and they just like sang. They took culture by storm. R&B hits, whether they had to do with grapes or raisins or not. They, they were these like, big, wrinkly, purple ovals with tights and legs sticking out. And they wore sunglasses and played saxophone, right? Yeah, no, yeah. they were cool, man. Yeah, they sang Motown. Yeah. It was part of, and then it kicked off a whole trend of claymation. There was the Mac the Knife McDonald's commercial. Yeah. Oh, right, Mac right. Tonight, I believe. Mac yes. Tonight, that's right. But I think that was probably a the Mac uh, Tonight thing was a anyway. I, I was so, the pun. go ahead. Oh, I I was I can't even explain why, but like young, like eight year old me or however old I would have been, loved. The California, like, legitimately <laughs> love them. Me and too. had so many toys. And I, I used to even so have, many. like, I would buy the cassette tapes of just, like, the songs, which is, like, it's so stupid to think back on that now. It's like, this is just, like, a cover band, basically, of I guys, had like, California Raisin Sheets, dude. Wow. wow. Yeah, wow. man. <laughs> now, did you they guys rule. like Raisins? No, I hate raisins. <laughs> I hate the, the, I, I'm the not little really a food big raisin raisins. They're so gross. I think they ruin everything they're in. But man, the California raisins are so cool. Yeah. Uh, like, is there anything what? worse than biting into a cookie that you think is a chocolate oh, chip and it's you, that, raisin? Oh. There is absolutely nothing worse than that. <laughs> <laughs> I like raisins, and I'll admit that that's upsetting. Yeah. Yeah. Do you, I just yeah. want to know. I just want to know what's in the cookie going into it, you know. Mm-hmm. Is there not one item that you think is better with raisins? No. Raisin <laughs> okay, bran perhaps? You just want a bowl of bran? That's boring. <laughs> perhaps should so we should lobby our So why not make it worse? 
We should lobby huh? our Congress people for the Raise and Disclosure Act. Yes. <laughs> all food that has raisins in it. You're you could required. drop leaflets inside boxes of cereal with raisins. So when they pour it, it's just bran and leaflets. <laughs> um, what about yogurt-covered raisins? No? I like those. Or a chocolate-covered raisin? I like those. All good. I no, can I can handle I some chocolate covered raisins. That's kind of the only way I'll really have them. I think I'm not a big raisin fan. I'm not gonna I, do it. I'm not. Going I near hated raisins. I hated raisins as a kid. We were forced to eat raisins when you get the piece of celery. They'd put peanut butter on it. Oh, ants on a log. Ants on a log. And I've, yeah. I've given a lot of thought to who and how they decided that was a treat that kids wanted to eat. <laughs> like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> celery with peanut butter and raisins are you fucking kidding uh-uh. me uh, daniel um, i know you're a big you're a big movie guy do you like that coen brothers movie raisin arizona <laughs> <My favorite. laughs> but, no yay <laughs> <laughs> you're confusing boo with yay <laughs> <laughs> um this talk of the California raisins and then claymation and stuff for some reason is making me think of that show DC Follies and that style. Do you guys remember that? I think that there was also a was Genesis that? video. Yes, that, you're talking um, about the the spinning um, image puppets. Spinning right? image. Yes, I think that's what they were called. Yeah. Well, then what was hey, what happened to that? And that was what, fun. DC Follies is that what you said? Wait, was the show called Spinning Image? I thought Spinning so. Image. I think was the British version, and they. When they imported it to the U.S., maybe HBO, they did uh, a DC version. Is that right? Well, I don't know what DC Follies is. Then I mean, I th- these are it, this. I'm pulling this from way back. It sounds like you're. Yeah, it might be a similar thing. Uh, oh. It says it was a Puppet syndicated satire? sitcom airing from '87 to '89, set in Washington in a Washington D.C. bar. A bartender played by Fred Willard would welcome puppet caricatures of politicians and pop culture figures. What? I'm looking at stuff right now. Pictures. It's the same style as Spitting Image, right? It's probably the same people who designed them, right? Hmm. And so Uh, did we have Spitting Image here, though? It was really the veep of its time. (laughs) See, I, I, (laughs) I knew it as... See, these look different to me. These don't look like the same kind of puppets. These are a little more... I don't even know how to explain it. The spitting image ones were a little more like gross looking. Yes, Ooh. they were grotesque. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas these kind of just look like almost like cartoon versions of Oh, these interesting. People. In my mind, they look grotesque. I might be con- confusing a couple things. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think these are the same. I think you're right, Tony. Yeah, spitting image is horrifying. Yeah, that was but what great, was in the, the but Genesis horrifying. Video. Whoa. I do think confusion. we had a lot of like gross animation and puppets and stuff as kids. I like I mean I think you know I'm thinking specifically about the Noid. I guess the Noid is back. Dude, the Noid is back. The Noid I is saw back. That. What? And the, the Noid, Noid is, is fucking is gross. The back, Noid is upsetting. Dude. I don't know how why people wanted to attach that gross character from to Wiener a food Schnitzel? product. Is that what he's from? Uh Domino's. Domino's. Oh, Domino's, okay. By the way, Spitting Image is back. Is it? Yeah, it's coming back on BritBox, I guess. Okay. Back Everything's on Brit Box. back. 
Everything, you know, that just means it's only a matter of time till these California raisins are back. <gasps> That's right. Listen, oh, I would yeah. Embrace, I would embrace the return of claymation as a thing that people are doing yeah. again. I loved claymation. I love it I miss so it. much. Miss it. I do too. It's so cool. Yes. It looks so good. Oh, I love it. Yeah, the handmade quality is so much better than this computer shit. It's probably really hard to make, though, right? That's the whole idea. Yeah. That's why it's so impressive. Daniel, I'm putting you on the spot here, but Mm. before we do Just Me or Everyone, would you like to give everyone an update on your figurine? Uh, Oh, yeah. And you you got to explain what this is. This is, I'm painting this oh, George shit. Lucas. Uh, Whoa. I'm, I'm made, I made a. Uh, You're off mic. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, ma- I'm making a figurine of George Lucas eating Panda Express sadly alone at the food court. Oh, I remember uh, that. That was a, yeah, that was like a, a meme or something. Awesome. Mm-hmm. So Beautiful. that's him. Beautiful. Oh, that's awesome. That's so good. <laughs> that looks great. What Thank is he going to be having at Panda Express? Do you know like what combo he He's got? He's having the orange chicken. Yep. I'm still painting it. So Whoa, you, you have the orange chicken. It looks good. And then here's a fork. See, the <gasps> fork, go- I made it so it goes in his hand. And then this is going to be a can of Diet Coke. <laughs> <laughs> that's so awesome. Really cool. So he um, made this entirely himself by sculpting something and then making a mold or something. This is, I've been like, I'm a George Widow figurine widow for the past few the, months. These are the molds here behind me. Whoa. Cool. Yeah. It's um, pretty fun. Cool. Yeah, it's fun. Like trying to figure out how to do the articulation here. I'm going to p- paint <gasps> these later. Let's see. Awesome. Wow. <laughs> I don't know why I'm doing it. But I mean, <laughs> sometimes those are, the, those are the most fulfilling projects. You're just right. following that bliss. Like exactly. when you quit your job to just do <laughs> intros. Yes, I figurines of George Lucas doing things at the mall. Yes. Well, I just thought it would be really funny if for the rest of his life, someone made action figures of the most mundane and depressing points in George Lucas's life and, and then package yeah. them as exciting action figures for kids to play with and so right. that's I think what I'm doing <laughs> I love sure. that so much maybe I'm going to do one of him signing over Star Wars to Disney signing Star Wars over, <laughs> yes. I think uh, holding a bag while his wife shops at Nordstrom's <laughs> um you know, things like that. Yes. Uh, it's, I feel like it's only fitting. Speaking oh, of... That's a great idea. Disney, <laughs> we... I'm very excited because we have spent most of this pandemic just inside. Um, and I, when I mean... When I say just inside, I'm not even exaggerating. Like, I know that you're supposed to go outside every day. I don't even think I have been. Um, I've become like a real, real shut-in. But we're going to Disneyland tomorrow. Hey, oh, wow. that's cool. cool. Yeah. Ha- and have the kids how have have the kids been to Disneyland? Um Elliot has been before. Elliot went for his birthday right before the pandemic. Wow. Yeah. Good um so. yes. And we're not bringing Owen. <sighs> I feel very torn bad. about it. <laughs> no, he's he's two and a and a couple months and I just oh. feel like it would be wasted on it. him. 
Yeah, he would. I think that's totally fair. I'm yeah, just like you wouldn't really get it. I yeah. think it would be overwhelming. Actually, I mean, yeah. I, maybe since there won't will really be crowds, it might. From that standpoint, it might not. But I just think he would be just as, if not more, entertained, like going to a restaurant or Owen, a park or you know a, anything over else. Too, and has spent a year in this house. You know what right. I mean? So yeah. like to him, we everything went is to, new. We went to like a botanical garden and him just walking on dirt was something that he hasn't done a lot of. Oh, you know? of course. Going to Disneyland is too much. Too much yeah. too soon. Yeah. So Tony, our questions for you though. Um, the Star Wars land. For mm-hmm. a four-year-old. Yeah. What can a, can a four-year-old go on those rides? Because I, I looked it up and actually they'll let him on given his height. Yeah. But that doesn't mean that he should go on. Right. It, it, I, it's hard to say. Uh, I feel like it would maybe be a little too intense. Mm-hmm. That's the, what my gut is telling me. Would the Millennium Falcon one be too intense? I feel like it still might be, yeah. Mm-hmm. Just because it, like, you know, it, it's one of those simulation things, but it's like, you know, it feels like you're moving fast and, and jerking around. And, um, yeah, I don't know. It, it's It's hard to say. I don't. I don't know like what his uh, threshold is. I guess either if that makes it harder. I'm not sure either. I think he went on pirates and he got water in his yeah. eyes, so he doesn't want to do it again. The only part he didn't like <laughs> no. was that he got some water in his eyes. Yeah. Yeah, that yeah. water kind of smells too. So oh, it's yeah. nasty. Water, and it's got human dude. remains in it. <laughs> right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> ghosts. <laughs> ghosts haunt this smelly water. <laughs> well, no, it's like a real problem that people spill ash people's ashes into. Oh, that for real? Water. Yeah. No, I thought you were like joking. No, no, no! It's like like Disney super fans who are like the, spread my ashes. They, they legit have cameras the, all the over watching bayou. for people dumping human remains into wow. that water. No yeah, way. dumping remains and and, and hand jobs. Yeah, <laughs> you gotta watch for both. that, man. <laughs> Imagine if you want to get rid of Grandpa, and then I feel like there's a, a horror sci-fi movie of like those two things combining into. Dude. Yeah, the, the ghosts get into yes. the pirate robots, and then they're haunt. They're possessed by all the oh, Disney super that would fans. Be awesome! <laughs> and people were like, "There's so many Jack Sparrows running around." <laughs> Ew! <laughs> if you had to have your final resting place be at <gasps> Disneyland, where Goofy would you Sky be? School. <laughs> Goofy Sky School. Any day. That's so my favorite ride. That. There. It's like it, I love it so much. Which one? I don't even know that. Is that know. California it's Adventure? In California Adventure. Yeah. And it's essentially like just a tall, wild roller coaster that just goes down oh, fast. One. I've always wanted to try to sneak on like two beers and try to pound them, <laughs> but or like eat a salad on it. It's the funniest <laughs> ride in the world. You feel like you're gonna just you feel like you're gonna it's gonna fall apart. Any second, it's so great, <laughs> Tony. We've been to Disneyland together. Yeah, I think yeah. we might have even rode that together. I, I think I I guarantee if we I think did, I've only ridden it once. We and it have been to. With you. Yeah. yeah, that makes sense. It's, what the, were, it's such a fun ride. What were the circumstances where you guys went to uh, Disneyland together? Like a mutual friend. Um, yeah, where it was just kind of a, a crew of us. How fun! And, yeah, yeah, that was my yeah. birthday. I remember. Oh my God! Yeah, it was yeah. your birthday. Did you go? Did you go to the town hall at the beginning of the day and tell them it was your birthday and get a button? 
You get I, a button? I believe, uh, I believe so. Because I, yeah. I think the people I was with made me. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, that, yeah, yeah probably, that sounds about right. Yeah. <laughs> that is yeah. such a back in the before times that like, yeah, it was just a crew of us. We went to Disneyland. So yeah. few spontaneous things like that happen nowadays. I'm impressed right. you guys got a reservation. Yeah. So I was in, looking the other day. Um, initially, it was for California Adventure. That was the only one that was available. Saw, and Disneyland yeah. wasn't available till June. But then they released more May dates. And I got on oh. and I was able to change it. That's awesome. Nice. Very excited. Yes. If I was to have my... Uh, ashes at Disneyland. Thank I would, you. Um, have I would uh, make them roll churros in them. Um, <laughs> oh, and make people eat them. Yeah, that's I would good. make my children eat them. Yeah, good, that's good. good. I'm assuming I'll have kids by then, and then they can feast upon their father's churro remains. Good. <laughs> See, I feel power. like maybe just because I get a little bit claustrophobic, I am thinking that that like river that the river bell goes on and I feel like maybe that's the one that you cross to get to Tom Sawyer's Island. What's anyone, does that river have a name? The like river of America. Is that, is it something like that? That Like America's river. Sure. That sounds right. So I'm thinking that. However, when I really think about it, there's nothing more natural about that than pirates of the Caribbean gross water. Really? You know, because it's all like manufactured and man-made. So I'm just right. choosing a bigger body of smelly water yeah. to right. be sprinkled in. I think it's right. outdoors, so that's got to be you know good for you know Something. ventilation. <laughs> right, probably not as <laughs> right. putrid my, as the I, pirates' water. I need my cremains to breathe. <sighs> Daniel, where do you want to be? I, yeah, mean, I feel like you all- should be haunted mansion. The thing is, like, wherever you're sprinkled, it's like if you're, that's where you're going to be, the magic's going to wear off after a, a hundred years right. or whatever. You know what I mean? <laughs> so it's like you may – I don't know. I, if I love a thing, I don't want to be there forever. I guess it's you know? too – you have to be conscious of being somewhere where there's a song that's going to drive you crazy. Yes. Right. Like, yeah, yeah. Small World, Pirates, Haunted Mansion, yeah. they all have a looping song that yeah. will – probably make eternity a living hell yeah you need to go in the quietest place which actually maybe is like one of the restrooms <laughs> i mean Ooh. it's counterintuitive because that doesn't seem like you'd want to be there forever but it might be the most peaceful yeah there's this one bathroom that i would always go and take a shit in at disney world or i want to be in that one which one it's a good one it's actually once again california adventure and it's by uh one of the wine like the napa wine thing oh yeah and you mm-hmm. go upstairs to it and it's just like two or three stalls no one's ever in there so if you ever got it you know take a shit i highly recommend that one <laughs> <laughs> for your summer grunts um, yeah, <laughs> Tony. What about you? And of course, you're going to choose Star Wars Land. I know. Right? I was like, is this even a question? Yeah. What's it called though? It's not called Star Wars Land. Galaxy's, Galaxy's Edge. Edge. Thank what, you. Yeah. Oh. But Black Spire Outpost is the planet, right? Uh, the no, the planet is Batu. Oh, okay. But uh, the Black Spire Outpost is part of the. Tony is Batu like going to appear? Is it going to appear in any of the TV or film projects? I'm sure at some point it probably will. I haven't heard. I know it's been in some books. I think now, but uh, oh. I, I haven't heard of any. But I'm sure. I'm sure. How at come some they point. didn't? You know, pick the, a classic. Uh, I know, right? 
It was well, kind of a weird move, yeah. I I, I don't know. I've I had that Black myself. Spire off the dome because I just rewatched uh, Solo, and they there's some some gag about like they'll be halfway to Black Spire before we they find out. So oh really? I don't. Think and I was I like, what are they that? talking about? Oh, that's the anyway. So uh, fun, fun yeah. anecdote that. Uh, is not interesting. <laughs> I was riveted, Jordan. Thank I could, you. I could hear you tell. Here's something that I noticed about an, Star Wars. I could listen to that over. I could listen to that on a loop. Put my ashes near Jordan only if he tells this that story forever. Here's some more Easter eggs I noticed. Did anyone see Mortal Kombat? Well, when they're going over the okay, I think I think I'd have my ashes spread over the um. The live characters' dressing rooms, <laughs> right? So you can, so you can watch uh, Gaston change. <laughs> oh oh hell yeah! Hell yeah! That's a real hell like yeah. Donald Trump Miss America pageant kind of thing to say. I mean, I figure if I'm stuck on Earth in the afterlife, I didn't get into heaven anyway. It's game on. <laughs> so it's like whatever. <laughs> um. All right, let's do some just me or everyone. Sometimes I ponder on something I have thought or done. Is it just me or everyone? Okay, this is where people write in with things they think or do, and they wonder, is it just me or is it everyone? And we weigh in. And if you would like to send yours in, tweet them to at A-R-I-Y-N-B-F. Uh, on Twitter, use the hashtag JMO, J-M-O-E, just mirror everyone. Okay. Fonts Faluda says, having a hard time not still being furious at people without masks. Are they vaccinated or are they assholes? There's no way of knowing. Well, I, yeah, I still am sort of surprised when I see people without masks. Although, what was the most recent CDC thing? I think they said that if, outside, you don't need them. vaccinated, you don't need them. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I ran with that one the other day, and it felt um, it felt it was a, a weird combination of weird and liberating. I felt you know I kind of oscillated yeah. between oh my gosh, I can't believe I'm doing this, life is returning, and then also feeling bad and unsafe. It was uh, really strange. Right. Yeah. To his point, I. It's just that thing of like, oh wait, are you an anti-vax or mm. anti-masker person? Because right. then I feel a certain right. way. Or are you mm. vaccinated and you're following the CDC guidelines, in which case, right on. <laughs> right. It's tough. It's tough. When when it was all early on, I I would get really upset when people didn't have masks yeah. on. And like it would it would really but I've also like really been working on not letting that shit. <laughs> Oh, that's good. You know, just what can I control? I can control my my safety, whatever. Um, but I used to get really just angry of like, you selfish sack of shit. Yeah. But now I've been more like, okay, I guess, hey, man, I guess you're vaccinated. Okay. And I can always pull my mask up if I feel strange, you know? Yeah, that's but what it's, I've it's been. It's nuts. It's a, it's a, yeah, who, who knows? I've, I've been doing that. If I'm, I'll walk without a mask now, but it's like as soon as I see anyone kind of close, I'll just put it on because I figure it's yes. like, it's better than be like, it's okay. I have, I'm fully vaccinated. You're fine. <sighs> yeah. You know, it's like, just put the mask on. 
I got the Moderna and it's been two weeks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I kind of felt a little bad after the second one. People say it's really bad, but I didn't. Yeah, I know. Yeah, we know, we know. <laughs> yeah, um, it seems like an okay policy for this moment in time. Like, it's okay to stroll around without it, but maybe keep it in your pocket just in case. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Betsy, that's so good that you're working on not letting things like this get you angry. What, uh, what made you decide to like focus on that? Well, because I just found I was talking about it a lot in therapy mm-hmm. of like, where I was like, ooh, I got really upset. Yeah, like it, it just started being a thing where I was like, ooh, I'm spending, I feel I'm spending too much time thinking about stuff like that rather than just being like, okay, but like, what about, like, what can I do, mm-hmm. you know? And so it just started kind of being like, I'm going to, I'm going to try to figure and and that it's been happening more and more with other aspects, not just, um, mask stuff, but it, it feels good to be able to be like, okay, okay. I don't know. Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. So, okay. So speaking of, uh, of stuff like this, I hesitated to bring this up because it's so, it feels, um, pathetic to mention it. Uh, and I feel like I'm b- pathetic and admitting to, to, um, and it's almost woo woo. It's pathetic and woo woo. And it, um, it's almost too vulnerable, but I, Uh-oh. but that's what this podcast is. So, um, it's pathetic and vulnerable. <laughs> So anyway, and you talk about snacks a lot. It's pathetic, vulnerable, and we talk about snacks and and deadly fruits. So anyway, I um a thing that I struggle with a lot, but especially in the pandemic, is compare and comparing and despairing, and especially uh-huh. Instagram. For a lot of people, Instagram is the one that makes them feel good, whereas Twitter makes them feel bad. But for me, Instagram is where I look and I just look at other people's career accomplishments mm-hmm. and other like things they got or people they've had on their podcast or just all these things that kind of make me feel like I'm not enough. I'm not achieving enough. I'm not doing enough. I'm getting not, I'm being passed over. I'm not getting attention. I'm, and for the first time I had that feeling, but I was, I like, I, I had that feeling, but I was able to get outside of it a little bit. Yeah. And, um, and two things. One, I was able to go, am I, going to let myself become completely unnerved every time someone else in the world gets something good? Because if so, that's going to be a really unpleasant existence. Right. Especially when it's like so many of our friends fucking rule and are so talented (laughs) and good at what they do that it's like, yeah, that's a, that's a lot. Yeah. For just to clear my name, this was not someone I know. It's someone I follow that I don't know and some something yes, like okay. really good happened. But still. And by the way, like, of course, I, I am. Oh, I am so happy for good things to happen to people around me. But I have this like sibling rivalry reaction mm-hmm. of like, but what about me? But what about me? Absolutely. So that and then here's the big one, though. And this is the one that I like. I was hesitant to even mention, but it felt like a breakthrough because I, I had these feelings so frequently and I've never had this response to it. I just closed my eyes and I went, can I 
I feel so cheesy saying this. This is Tony. Do we have anything to indicate maximum cheese? Tony Thaxton. (laughs) I was like, can I? And I say this because in case I hope it can help someone else. Can I love myself enough that I don't need this kind of external validation? Because right now I'm feeling like I need, I mean, in that moment, I'm feeling like I need some, someone else to like knight me, to be, to be like, you are good. And proof of how good you are is some kind of career, you know, achievement or something. But can I just like get okay with myself enough that I am like, like, what do I think of myself? What do I think of my talent? What do I think of my show? Can't I build myself up from within? Um, and and I really have felt like I'm looking at the world through a different lens since I had that moment. It was really kind of crazy. That's awesome. Thank you. Yeah, do you find that uh, when you're when you're feeling like, do you find that it helps when you kind of just slow down and ask yourself? Well, that's the first. Yeah, I mean, that's the first time I was able to do it when I was in the grips of that feeling because that yeah. feeling is so intense and it feels like the truth. It feels like I am ruminating on the ways in which I myself am not good enough. Like it, and it feels like a truth. And the universe is letting you know, Allison, that you're not enough. And it was the first time I was able to go like, oh, maybe there's a different way of, to look at this. And like I said, I've been in therapy for so long. So you'd, <laughs> right. you'd hope I would have done this years ago, but I didn't. But yeah, I I don't know. Daniel, you have a look on your face like, you, like you're worried about me. I'm always worried about you, honey. <laughs> what, when did this happen, this revelation? Um, what day is it? It's Monday. I, it happened last week. That's great. Thank you. Yeah, that's uh I'm just I'm happy that you had that thought. I hope we can hang on to it. <laughs> we I had a tough uh I had a tough day online on Mother's Day. I oh. had a lot of like single guy shame because everyone was posting pictures of like their spouses and families. And that mm-hmm. was like a that was a like kind of a rough thing mm-hmm. that where I had I'm like all right close the app it's it's fine everybody goes at a different pace and yeah so that was a that's that's a tough one definitely like you know it wasn't like you know here's you know here's me and bay in palm springs it was like <laughs> right. here's my beautiful family and my kids all have little sailor suits and you know we're yeah. all at the beach and just like, know oh, jordan that-, that behind those pictures is is just total misery <laughs> <laughs> getting that sailor suit on the kid was five hours of screaming literally every single one of your male friends that posted that would give anything to trade places with you just to hang out in this uh <laughs> hang out in this bungalow and watch family feud with a cat you have no idea i mean i know it sounds cool nice. when i describe it like that sounds pretty good <laughs> Mother's Day is tough for a lot of people, but I hadn't thought about it from that standpoint of like if you're single, feel, feeling like this is a, when you're supposed to show the way you've been, you're paired off. Yeah, about it was that. interesting. I really noticed it this year because usually, you know, I think usually, you know, Mother's Day is like 
here's me and my mom, you know, and I don't get jealous of that. I, I have a great mom. Gail's mm-hmm. great. No complaints about Gail. Um, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, but I felt like this year, all the posts I was seeing were like, here is my spouse and here is our beautiful family in our beautiful yard and, you know, all that right. stuff. And, and yeah, and I like practically know that like, you know, there's a lot of shit and families are hard and, mm-hmm. you know, mortgages are hard and all this stuff. But yeah, definitely just like seeing all the like pristine family stuff really made me feel like a, uh, uh, a, a a lone pile of trash blowing oh, in the man. wind. Did you, Jordan, do I you have a thing you like to to do to just a little present for you? You know, like something that that's what well, I talked about a certain on. breakfast burrito earlier. In the <laughs> did you get one? Did it make you? <laughs> no, happy? I should have. I should have done. I should have done the lucky boy. But uh, yeah. Anyway. And I know I like no, and I I know of that course. conversation, Allison. That like conversation you need to have with yourself. Like, hey, here is what's good about my life. Here are the things that I have that are wonderful. But like, yeah, it it's really tough. like you it, you do kind of have to like grunt that out, like grunt that <laughs> out of your brain yeah. and into your body. Anyway, right? Yeah, it's really like, and I've learned this through therapy of like truly saying what you're feeling out loud yeah. or writing it down for me helps so much rather than keeping it internal mm-hmm. and just kind of fu- like f- fueling that fire internally. Even if like internally I'm like, no man, everything's cool. Like me saying the, the, the like inner critic, that's what, mm-hmm. that's what we call it. The inner crit, like saying what my inner critic critic is telling me out loud or writing it down makes me feel so much better because I look at it and I'm like, nah, man, or I hear myself say it and I'm like, no, come on. Um, it, it, it's a big, it's, I think it makes a really big difference saying it or writing it and seeing it being like, oh, why, why would I say that to myself? Totally. Mm-hmm. I like totally. myself. Yeah. Yeah. But it's tough. It's tough. As much as I'm saying this. I'm not good at it, so. <laughs> well, that's I the thing. It out, but I, I feel like all these like lessons and things that we try at, it's like it's very slippery because you can feel super confident and evolved, and then all of a sudden, some for yes. me, something will happen where I'm like right back to square one. You know, just having just emotion about something that I, you know, intellectually absolutely. know. Why is this getting to me so much? Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. And then I think it is kind of though using all the tools that you're trying to work on yeah. to then be like, okay, well, in this situation, yeah, is a burrito going to make me feel bad? Like <laughs> a burrito in my favorite movie? Is that going to help? I don't know. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's, t- I mean, being a human is hard. It really is. It's yeah. really fun, but man, sometimes it's tough. It's okay. Having our our boys has helped me with this one though, and and I'm not saying like oh <laughs> until you've had kids you can't. <laughs> it's I'm just a love you would never know. No yeah, no, no. Um, but <laughs> I will look. Well, what it know, is, Jordan, is is it's a fulfillment of a a purpose that you just feel like deep in your soul. You wouldn't get it. Mm-hmm. Not saying that. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> what I am saying is, I'll look at them and I'll think about how hard I've I am and have been on myself, and. I will think 
if they were to uh, do the things that I like get on myself, you know, right? I would. How would I feel about that? And I would be like, oh my god, I would, I would, you know, I would never be embarrassed for them. Yep. I would never feel let down by them. I would never like. And so I think, well, why can't I be that generous with myself? You know, yeah, and, and sure. so I'm trying to transfer. I'm trying to like have that feeling about myself and think of it's it's it, it gets a little easier because Owen looks exactly like I looked when I was oh. little, and so I can kind of like, in a way, transfer that like to little Daniel, you know, or whatever, yeah. and think like, okay, that thing I was I did that I cringe or whatever like if he did that i would just be like it's no big deal you know it's no big deal you can't disappoint me you can't let me down except you know if you start to like the dave matthews band (laughs) (laughs) immediate exile right but uh yeah so that that has helped my thinking just as like a a a way to understand how to love yourself because i never understood that when people say you gotta love yourself it's like what the fuck does that even mean that's like i can't tickle myself like, what do you mean, love yourself? <laughs> yeah. You know? Um, so. That is gigantic. I talk about that a lot with my therapist. Like, she'll always be like, well, how would, if your friend was feeling this way. Yeah. Right. How would you treat them? And how would you treat that? And then it's like, oh, yeah, why can't I treat myself like I would with anybody I care about? <laughs> it is so, it, it's, it's, uh, it's interesting, man. Yeah, it is. Wow, that's cool that you've been able to. I mean, it's in progress. <laughs> of course, everything. Yeah, I know. Yeah, is I feel like we, you know, like seeing. I think everybody here has 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 are seems like we're all very sensitive people who have done work and therapy and looked into this, and we want to improve. And it's like, yeah, I feel like you have the advice to give to other people. Like it's there. Like you could pep talk someone with a similar situation like i could probably pep talk someone who was feeling instagram shame mm-hmm. but it's like it's hard to give yourself the talk you know yeah yeah mm-hmm. it the, really is the only instagram shame i truly feel on a day-to-day basis is when i look at all the people who do those shuffling videos and i feel like i can't do that <laughs> what's that i look at the those kids those tiktokers who do like all the dance videos and the, the little <laughs> tutorials it's like I I could do that. I, I could try to do that, and it'll never it'll never, it'll never stick. Be that good. But I'm so yeah. tired of. Uh, <clears throat> I know we talked about not going negative earlier, but apparently it's a bridge too far for me. Um, of older adults doing the TikTok and real dances. You think there should be an age cutoff? <laughs> I don't know. It just it just it makes I it makes me feel yucky. <laughs> it feels so forced. <laughs> Yeah, there is a certain like, I, I I know what you mean. I think sometimes as like comedy people and as like entertainment people, we feel this weird pressure to like jump on every trend mm-hmm. and be like present on every social network. But yeah, yeah, I mean, you don't have to go to every party. Look, if you genuinely enjoy what you're doing, then go mm-hmm. for it. But of it course. just feels like someone's like, this is how I reach the young people. Right. Look, yeah, I have yeah. moves. That's what it feels like. It to is. Me. It's tough because I used to be very. Uh, I would. Get, I used to be so like, oh, the, these stupid trends. I hate them. I think they're a waste of time. But then, 
as I have like I I don't know I, it's become more and more of like well I guess as long as they're having fun doing it yeah then why yeah. do I give a shit you know um but and I think it's that thing of like I feel sometimes you could tell oh you're actually enjoying this and mm-hmm. sometimes you could tell like oh you're not you're just doing this man. like this is like a marketing ounce thing. of yeah. being right. genuine in this or whatever I don't yeah it's silly. I know, yeah, we, uh, I mean, Snapchat came up earlier, and I definitely remember the, like, moment in time where, like, people were asking me, like, oh, you, what are you doing on Snapchat? And, like, Dequants on the Snappy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and to think about, like, oh, boy, if I was, like, what if I had a Snapchat body of work that I was proud of? Like, what? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> remember people were getting shows on Snapchat? Yeah, Quibi. totally. Oh, yeah. I think I interviewed for some Snapchat oh, really? writing jobs. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I surprised. Apparently, I'm not Snapchat them. material. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Who's laughing now? App that's probably still really successful in a million. <laughs> yeah, we just don't really know about it. Well, yeah. you guys, this was so much fun. I I was gonna do more just me or everyone's, but we're gonna have to hold them till next week. So listen, people, if you send in your just me or everyone, don't worry. I have it in my phone. It is not going anywhere. Um, I would like to say hello and welcome to the new Patreon people. I mentioned some of the Patreon uh uh levels and rewards and all that earlier, but I forgot to mention that if you are looking for a deal, if you sign up for an annual subscription, you get two months free. So it's 12 months for the price That's of 10. That's a good 10. deal. <laughs> Whoa. And uh, hit it, Tony. Allison wants to say thank you to a couple of special people out there who signed up to be new patrons. Patreon.com slash Allison Rosen. All right. I would like to say welcome to Alyssa VD, Lisa C, and Nina H. I'm a, some of these... Nate, I know some of these people though, and I feel like they were already paid. I'm confused if they stopped and rejoined or if Patreon get you to write, read their names. Maybe. <laughs> hey, that's fine with me. All that's the fine scam with in me. the book. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then uh, the next group of people either signed up for an annual subscription or converted to an annual subscription. Angela B, Pablo G, John Y, Michelle B, and Rachel P. And then um, Paige signed up for an annual. She increased to an annual subscription or increased her amount. Boy, how messy I was this week when compiling this list. But anyway, um, to all of you guys, thank you so much. And to all the other uh, patrons, thank you as well. And just to the listeners, thank you. Um, if you'd like what you're hearing, please leave a nice comment. Uh, on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. Five stars is our favorite number. Tell a friend if you enjoy the show, etc. And follow me on uh, Twitter and Instagram at Allison Rosen. Follow the show's Twitter feed at A-R-I-Y-N-B-F. And I am on Cameo. And I feel like I'm forgetting something, but I don't know what that is. Betsy, yeah. so nice having you on the show. Thank Thanks you so much. Um, tell people what, uh, plug anything you'd like to plug. Let them know where they can find you, etc. Ooh, I I uh, I'm in a movie that just came out uh, called Golden Arm, uh, and I it's in some theaters I think in LA and New York, and then it's out on like iTunes and Amazon to rent. Uh, it stars Mary Holland who rules, uh, and we get to just get goofy. It's a a buddy comedy sports movie about arm wrestling. 
And then um, I have two podcasts. One is called A Funny Feeling, where me and Marcy Jaro, we um, have friends on who tell us their paranormal experiences. Ooh. And we also like read and listen to a lot of listeners' stories and get scared. And then me and Mono Gapian, we have a Patreon called We Love Trash, where we just uh, truly celebrate everything that's trashy. Uh, yeah. So hit those up if you like listening to this voice a lot. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Um, Jordan, what about you? Yeah, uh, I am going to uh, uh, re-flog my graphic novel that is coming out in July, but add an important and exciting new piece of information that um, I have not revealed up until this point. <gasps> an exclusive! So, an exclusive, a hot pod exclusive um, for A-R-Y. INBF. Um, did I do the <laughs> Close enough. Close enough. Whoa. Um, so I have a graphic novel coming out on 713. It's called Bubble. It is a sci-fi comedy. I co-wrote it with Sarah Morgan. Tony Cliff did the art. Natalie Reese did the colors. Uh, it is uh, it's an uh, R-rated sci-fi satire. Lots of lots of gore, lots of sex jokes, robots, aliens, all this good stuff. Uh, you can pre-order it at uh, Amazon, Barnes & Noble, your local indie bookstore, or if you want to pre-order a signed copy uh, by me, not everybody, but just by me, uh, you can do that at uh, Book Soup's website. Book Soup's a great indie bookstore here in LA, uh, and uh, if you pre-order there, I will sign your copy. I will personalize it. If you want like an Allison Rosen inside joke, I will do that. Uh uh, whatever. I'm a I'm a personalizing machine, uh, and that that ships anywhere in America. Ships internationally, uh, and they're a great store. And it's 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 uh, cool to get to support them like this. So yeah, booksoup.com. Uh, they have a little pre order tab. It should be pretty easy to find. Uh, it's called Bubble, and uh, your pre orders are appreciated. Awesome. I realized that I forgot to mention something and then Daniel, we're going to you. Um, and what I forgot to mention is I have, uh, an Amazon storefront. So it's amazon.com slash shop slash Allison Rosen. And you can like shop my podcast gear, my makeup, beauty stuff, home stuff. I've got Daniel's corner, etc. I'm an Amazon influencer now. I sometimes forget to mention it. But because I don't want to bowl you over and I want you to feel intimidated. <laughs> but anyway, okay, Daniel, your turn. You can follow me at Daniel Quant's Twitter and Instagram. And uh, I don't know. I got nothing going on. That's yeah. enough. My George Lucas will be done soon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. We're getting up. I think George has got I think George has got more in him. I think I think we'll be hearing from George. You think so? I yeah, I think I do. Yeah. I mean, I hear he might be uh, buying a new barbecue grill or something. Ooh, <laughs> yeah. Right. So, we'll hanging, at it, uh, hanging at it, Starbucks, answering yeah. some emails. Mm-hmm. Tony, what about you? <laughs> uh, you can, well, you can, uh, of course, find me on <laughs> Forbes.com. Uh, but uh, Twitter and Instagram at Tony Thaxton. And my podcast, Bizarre Albums, every Tuesday. Uh, and also, uh, if you're listening to this the day it came out, tomorrow, Friday, uh, just announced Motion City Soundtrack Tour in 2022. What? Uh, nice. Hopefully, fingers crossed, that, uh, you yeah. know, 
we can we can do that. But tickets It'll go on happen. sale on Friday, so uh, but, you can get those by finding ticket links at MotionCitySoundtrack.com. Well, now I'm hoping there isn't a COVID twenty one. <laughs> right because you want to get rid of tony <laughs> no i don't want there to be one that's what i'm saying oh because i want him out of our lives yeah <laughs> damn well, just temporarily we love, we love tony come on no i know but if you i know but why would you joke about that well because you're saying you hope there's not a covid 21 yeah i don't want there to be a covid 21 i want tony to fulfill his you know, dreams of going out on tour again. And being free of us for a couple months. <laughs> I wasn't Just making it about us. I was, though. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> All right, you guys. This was super duper fun. Thank you so much. Listeners, thank you for listening. I love you. You matter. Goodbye. Hey, do you know about the Allison Rosen show? We had a good time. Now we gotta go